Hello and welcome back to Not Quite There Yet with your host Isa. I hope everyone's doing well and had a great week. Sorry for the late upload. I was gone for a week and I had so much stuff to do for the clinic because it's turning one this July 13. <laughs> so this topic I actually prepared two weeks ago, which helped me get through my breakdown. And it's amazing because this podcast really does help. I'm back to reading books and the books help me understand the way I feel and helps me understand myself more and just in general, but also for better content. <laughs> At the start of the year, I felt really anxious because this was the year I was turning 25. And I already am 25, by the way. It would be six months into my business and I still didn't understand how to calculate all these numbers. I didn't even have a plan on my emergency or savings fund and while everyone else was investing on the stock market, I I didn't yet. So like any other millennial, I asked Google and YouTube for answers. So there I was, January 1, at my room, just watching videos on how to manage my finances, how to save, like what's the best bank to put my money on. Oh, and a little side note, this led me to discovering the digital banks Ing and CIMB, which, as I can recall, was 4% per annum. Anyways, I think I watched until 2 or 3 a.m. By then, I was drained from all the information I was trying so hard to absorb. But I still woke up that morning with so much optimism. I fixed my sales, I opened the accounts on the digital banks mentioned, um, and I really started being conscious and like where I put my money on, my emergency and savings, and I thought of more ways to improve. How could I improve the clinic? I told myself this was the year. This was the year I was gonna get myself together. <laughs> so I worked my ass off, and at this point, I've gotten so used to the work routine, and I guess everything was going fine. Or it seemed like it. Now every day, or when I'm not busy with my patients at least, I'd call my grandma. We'd talk and she'd always ask me how my day went. And for the past few months, my response was either I'm tired or I'm exhausted. Like that's really how I said it. I'm exhausted. (laughs) The next day I know, I'd get calls from my titas from her mock. Because apparently, my grandma told them I was depressed. I was like, where is this coming from? I'm super okay. Or so I thought I was. Usually, I'd go out to dinner with a small group of friends or go out to the beach and come back recharged and feeling brand new, ready to conquer the world again. But then the cycle comes back and I'm feeling exhausted all over again. I pray so hard every night, practically begging for strength to overcome whatever it is I'm going through because I didn't understand it. It was just getting harder and harder every day to show up at work. Could it be this is what they meant by burnout? But what is burnout anyways? How can I be burned out? Since I didn't understand what I was feeling, I was invalidating whatever it is I felt. Which was the perfect recipe for destruction, by the way. 
Because by definition, burnout is when you're overworked. But it feels like you're unmotivated, you have lost an interest in what you do, and you're not as efficient and effective in anymore. And this affects everything. Your mood, your sleep, your appetite. The easy tasks become so hard to do. And it's not just work. You can get burnt out from school, relationships, the household. I guess sometimes we get obsessed on getting things right. So we take so much and we don't realize we put so much on our plate. Which then leads to burnout. And I understand for some they'd say that you don't really have a choice because all the pressure is on them. But to me, I think most of our problems can be solved with good communication. But how do we communicate what our problem is if we don't know what our problem is? So it all boils down to self-reflection. Going out with friends and going on a trip could be a quick fix, easy fix. But once you're back to reality, it comes creeping back in. So I took the time to ask myself the uncomfortable but necessary questions. Like, why I'm feeling this way? What led me to this? How can I get myself out of this? I know sometimes it feels weird. It feels weird being vulnerable to yourself. Am I making sense? I hope you get it. (laughs) It just feels weird. But I guess it's some sort of self-love in a way. Because by asking these questions, you're choosing to overcome whatever it is you're going through. Because you're done feeling bad for yourself. You know this isn't your normal selves and you don't deserve it. Self-awareness and self-reflection is important. Acknowledging the problem is important. I think the cause of my burnout was, number one, was the whole pressure I was putting myself on. It's like I'm always on a rush. But sometimes I can't help my mind. It runs like... 2,000 kilometers per hour. It's like faster than a cheetah even. Sometimes I forget things take time to grow. That's just how I'm wired, I guess. Number two, to me, my profession has taken over me. But don't get me wrong. I love what I do. I really do. But I guess I haven't truly embraced who I am. I didn't give my old self a proper funeral. Like what Spider-Man said, with great power comes with great responsibility. I have now become Isabel Jimenez, the veterinarian. I can't just leave my phone anymore because I get dozens of messages and calls a day from my clients asking about their pets. Sometimes I can't sleep at night thinking about my patients. And sometimes I even have to get up at the middle of the night to treat my emergency cases. But you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd still choose this path no matter what. And I'm so, so grateful, not just to my family and friends, my staff, my colleagues, 
but most of all to my clients who continue to put their trust on me and in what I do. It truly is an amazing feeling to be part of their world. So if you're feeling the same way, you're burnt out, first take a little break and then you have to know that there will always be problems. When you're a student, your problem is to graduate. When you graduate, your problem is to find a job. When you have a job, you keep questioning if it's even the right job for you. So let's try not to take things too seriously. Take the time to stop and smell the flowers. Sometimes that's all we need, a breath of fresh air to recharge yourself and to reflect on everything to be grateful for in life. And don't tell me there's nothing to be grateful for because you're here listening to this while thousands are literally at the hospital grasping for their last breath. So thanks for tuning in and I'll see you all next Friday on Not Quite There Yet with your host Isa here to remind you to never underestimate the impact you bring on others. Have a great day.